Hi, everyone. I'm Liz Lundry, the Clinical Education Manager for Stella Life, and I want to thank you for joining me today so that we can have words of wisdom from Dr. Lee Sheldon, who is joining and presenting here on our Innovator Series. So Dr. Sheldon is a periodontist and maintains a small group practice in Melbourne, Florida. He and his office manager, Danielle Salmela, who is also going to be joining us today, quickly built the practice from a referral practice to a direct-to-patient practice, providing both periodontal and restorative services in their office. Their new paradigm of periodontal services has become a topic of interest among periodontists. Over the past few years, uh, they have spoken to both national and regional periodontal societies across the U.S. They're founders of the mentoring group, the Institute for Dental Specialists, and have co-authored two books for the profession. They were early adopters and are strong supporters of Stella Life, and we want to welcome them both. And I'll go ahead and let Dr. Sheldon take it away. Thank you so much. Thanks, Liz. Uh, we've got some problems that we've got to overcome right now. You know, we've got to look at the tools that we have uh, to put in for the future. And now's the time to visit those tools, to understand what it is that we need to do while we're down in order to be able to move things up. So, um, Danielle, you know, we've already started doing emergency dentistry. Let's talk a little bit about that and how that's gone. And that's only this week. So we're still finding our way around that too. So um, what have we found? Well, I think that, you know, initially our, our uh, goal is, was to um, provide comfort to our patients that couldn't come in and find a way to, to kind of keep their, um, their thought process of, this is just gonna be a little bit of a delay and then we're gonna get started. So that was our first goal was to give that uh, comfort to our patients. And then the next thing was, okay, what are some things that we can do with our staff to you know, keep things going, thinking, of course, at times it's only gonna be a few weeks and we'll do this. So I think that we have done all the, the necessary steps along the way because then we got to a point to where we're like, okay, we can only clean so many baseboards and stock so many drawers and, and do that. Okay, now what can we do? So we, we kind of came to that point where all we had left to do is create something. Okay, so we don't normally see emergencies. We refer emergencies out if something happens, but now we are that person. So now we're taking on our own emergencies. We're taking on new patient emergencies, and we're kind of opening our door to a new avenue that we're not really used to doing, um, but it's keeping us busy. It's keeping us doing what it is that we're doing. And it's also um, allowing us to realize that maybe there's a, an untapped market that we haven't really explored yet, which is how in the past, Dr. Sheldon, we've we've come to these new levels is discovering an avenue that we've never done before. So it is it is kind of bringing us to uh, new normals that we didn't know. And as we have talked in many of our other uh, webinars in the last few weeks is trying to figure out that, you know, we're trying to figure out what more could we do? What different could we do? And maybe those mores or difference are things that patients who haven't come in yet have been waiting for. Maybe it is the online consults because they just don't want to leave their house or they can't really leave their house and, or, you know, maybe it's just more convenient for them. Um, so it's, it's, what can we, what can we do now? But these emergencies is that first 
kind for us of okay this is working you know it's, it's not what we had before but it's working and and we're seeing some light with this um, opening up to emergencies i think it, we're also productive at least now we're, we're not making a lot of money don't get me wrong but at least we're doing something we're doing something that we know how to do now understand those of you who know that we're a periodontist we're a direct to patient periodontal practice with a restorative dentist Frankly, it becomes easier for us because a number of the patients who came in for these big procedures started off with an emergency. They just had been without dentistry for 10, 15 years and finally said, all right, I've got to do something. All right, finally this tooth is too loose or I've got a toothache. I'm going to go see them. And this may be the way for the future. That's, that's the way that we've been saying anyway. Uh, as, as specialists, we have to go directly to patient. We just have to go directly to the patient. This may be your opportunity to go, going directly to the patient. We're better suited. Uh, most of us on uh, most of us are better suited in order to be able to be able to, to to help patients and help them out of the emergencies. And once you help them out of the emergencies, then you can move move farther. And I know it's not all specialists on this on this program. In fact, it's probably more general dentists than specialists. But understand that we have to move the patient through the continuum and the way most people start is emergency. So it's not so bad. I think the worst thing we can do right now is to sit back and say, well, the governor won't let me practice. And okay, if it's an emergency, I'll refer it out to the oral surgeon. I'll refer it out to endo. No, get the patient used to coming into you. And of course, we've already put a, put a notification on our website. We see emergencies. We got a lighted sign. We see emergencies. So and we're seeing emergencies. Some of them are ours, yeah, and some of them are on, on the outside. So um, it is a way of getting your practice in motion. You were talking about the getting the entire economy in motion. Well, you've got to get your practice in motion too. And now is the time to do it. Um, and emergencies is, is one way. What about needed and wanted dentistry? I think that's a good topic as well, Danielle. You know, people walk in and we think, they need everything, you know, when we're doing cosmetic imaging and they need to have the pretty smile and they need to have the root coverage procedures as that we do as periodontists and they need to have the implants. They need, you know, there's a difference between needed and wanted and it's not what we feel is needed or wanted. It's what they feel, what the patient feels is needed and wanted. Well, you know, the funny thing is, is we spend a lot of our time, we spent a lot of our time before with these patients trying to convince them of the dentistry that they need. And anybody out there who has been present in a treatment presentation knows it's not easy. You know, you have to convince them of, hey, it's okay to invest in yourself. You should be investing in yourself. This is not going to get any better. This is going to get worse. Look at what you're doing now. Look at what you can be doing. Look at these success stories. And, and it's not easy to, to sell dentistry. And it's funny now that we can't do it. They're asking for it. So how many patients have you had that said, I, I want to have teeth. I want to get these teeth. I want to have these implants. I want to have this prosthetic. And we have to say, well, we can't do that. And it's so funny that now they're, they're wanting us to do it. And we have to say, well, not right now. So it's kind of like it has changed because they can't have it. They really, really want it now. But with these um, emergencies that we're seeing, I have had at least two patients say, um, right when you open up your doors, I want to get started on this full arch prosthetic because I, I'm so tired of this breaking dentistry of parts and pieces and here and there and a fill and a pull and a partial. I'm done. I want to have it. So I think it's also bringing people to the mind of, 
I got to keep on this stuff. This, if, if something like this happens again and I haven't taken care of myself, these things start happening. People don't want to go to a dentist right now. They don't want to go to a doctor's office right now. They don't want to go to the grocery store right now. They want to stay home. So I think they're realizing that they have to keep taking care of themselves so that things like this don't happen. We have to look also at diagnosis. You know, we got to concentrate on diagnosis first. You know, we're very much doers. We're very much treaters. Okay. We're, we're periodontists. And um, there are diagnostic entities that we have, whether we're talking about using a microscope, whether we're talking about using the oral DNA test or something similar in order to be able to help a person save teeth. You know, we're very much into extracting teeth and replacing with dental implants. We, you know, the, the pendulum swung in that direction. We can now swing back in the direction of saving teeth. And, and saving teeth appropriately using some of the diagnostic tests. Use your periodontist if, 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 if necessary in order to be able to determine what bacteria is growing there, what antibiotic might help with that bacteria, as well as good, deep, thorough root planning. We use the perioscope, um, which allows somebody for a much lower cost than extracting the teeth and even putting indentures to be able to save the teeth. So you're going to be saving the patient money because patients are going to be a little bit reluctant to spend money right now. They, they're just without jobs, many of them, for, for four, six, eight weeks or even longer. Um, so let's, uh, let, let's look at what we can do at a lower cost in order to be, get, be able to give our, our patients results. From a restorative standpoint, yeah. Are they all going to be crowns? No. Can we do four surface composites? Yeah. I mean, there are things that we can do in order to be able to um, keep patients happy, keep patients coming in and provide a very valuable service to them without necessarily um, um, uh, making them spend more money than they're prepared to spend right now. They will spend it later on, you know. So what is your four surface composite now is your buildup for the crown later on. And we've got to just look um, in that direction. Danielle, you and I have been talking about a reset button ever since we started this three weeks ago. All right. So Give me your, I'll give you my examples, but you give me your examples first of reset. What, what, what's the reset button to you? Well, to me, the biggest thing is, and you kind of touched on it a little bit, I think we've all done this personally and professional. We're kind of sitting back, or we were kind of sitting back in the beginning going, well, there's nothing we can do. We can do nothing. We just have to sit back and wait. And, and you have to realize that this situation of the whole world stopping is never going to happen again. So we really need to look at it as an advantage to reset and think about what you really want. How do you, what structure, structures do you really want in your practice? What kind of a team do you really want? What kind of organization, what kind of schedule? What, what is it that you really want that you have been thinking every day going home of, I wish my practice was like this. Well, this is your time to do it. You know, you can go through staff and you can, get rid of the ones that are just drive you crazy because really, you know, you're probably not going to need that full staff right when you get started. So just, just go with the ones that are diehard, dedicated and hard workers, um, reorganize, restructure, implement some organization, some communication. And those of you that are members or, or anybody who becomes a member, we have a whole portal of modules of how to answer the phone, how to communicate, how to organize, how to have staff meetings. And so many of, of the people that watch those are on there going, okay, now I can sit here and go through all these things and we can have these meetings on Zoom with my team still and we can do some training and we can do some cleaning out. There's so much you can do 
to reset your practice so that when your doors are open again, you have all the stuff in play or at least a, a nice um, agenda of how we're going to be doing things because this ability to reset, to sit back and think about what we really want and change those things is never going to happen again because you're going to be busy again with your schedule, busy again with your families, and you're going to be putting those things to the side again. So to me, this is really an opportunity to think about all those things. And if you can't actively do that right now, at least take the notes and at least get that thought process going of what you want to change when, when you start back again. I can't add much more to that except go to directorofdentistry.com if you want to see yeah. Some of the things that we offer, but uh, but but the principle here is we're not just waiting to go back. We're proactive right now. We're pushing that reset button in order to be able to get leaner, as Danielle said. We're deciding what services we can expand, how we can provide services that are going to be at a lower cost but valuable to the patient. We have that. We're going to be in real good shape coming out of this. <laughs> yes. Liz. <laughs> Thank you so much, Dr. Sheldon and Danielle. What a wonderful approach to take us back to the future. Thank you again. So thank you all for joining us today. Please come back next week and we're going to be featuring another wonderful innovator. Uh, Dr. Steve Rasner is going to be joining us and that will be at 12 noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern. Looking forward to seeing you then. Have a wonderful week. <music>